0: ''Where's your coat?'' I asked Benji. He was near me now, only ten feet away, or maybe twelve feet. He'd stopped walking and was bent over at the waist as though tired. ''Never mind that,'' he said. Then he tried to spit, but it was all gloopy and just hung there until he wiped it away with the bag hand, the hand carrying the bag. There was something heavy in the bag, small but heavy. ''That's a good way of telling you about Benji too. He's small but heavy.'' He used to say he was a boxer. His punches would just miss my chin when he showed me. He wasn't really a boxer, but he knew about boxing. He went to matches and he watched videos of fights. When he stopped bending over, he looked around, as if making sure there was no one else in the graveyard. Got something you want me to hide? I asked. I'd hidden things for him before. Sometimes, weeks or months later, he asked for them back. Other times, he didn't. That was how I met him the first time. He was hiding a bag behind a gravestone. Yeah, Benji said now, me for a start. I didn't say anything. He made another of those groaning noises and tipped his head back. Then he said a swear word, and that made me a bit embarrassed. I looked away, leaning with one hand on my rake. The man who worked with me, my boss, had gone home ages ago, like most days. He told me what to do and then went and sat in his hut with a newspaper or book, his radio, a flask of tea and some food. He usually threw away the sandwiches his wife made him and went to a baker's instead. He never gave the sandwiches to me, and never brought back anything for me from the shops. I waited until he went home, then I picked the sandwiches up off the compost heap. I always checked them to make sure there were no bugs or bits of leaf. So anyway, it was just me and Benji in the graveyard. The sun had left the sky, so maybe it was time for me to go home too. I can't tell the time, so I have to guess these things. I do have a home, though. It's a room and a house. There are other people in the house, and if I lose track of time, one of them comes and fetches me if they remember. Gravy, you're paying attention. Yes. You need to pay attention. Yes, Benji. I need to hide somewhere. How about your boss's hut? Did he say it was all right? Sure, he did. I just spoke to him. That's fine then. Is it locked? He always locks it. But you've got a key. I shook my head. I used to have a key, but then my boss found me sleeping in the hut one morning. I'd been there all night. It was so peaceful and quiet. Benji was making a hissing sound. Then he started coughing, and the spit that came out of his mouth was pink like he'd been eating sweets. He tried wiping it away again, but the bag was too heavy. ''I need to hide,'' he repeated. ''Didn't he give you the key?'' ''No.'' ''That's a shame,'' I thought for a moment. ''How about hiding behind the hedge?'' I pointed to it. ''That's where the bonfires happen. It's where the compost is kept, and the digger. Not a big digger, but big enough for a hole six feet deep.'' Benji didn't seem to be listening. He fell to his knees and I thought maybe he was going to pray. Tired, was all he said. Yes, I told him, you must be. He managed to look up at me. Nothing gets past you, Gravy. Then he shoved the bag forward. It was sitting on the ground in front of him. Hide this for me. Sure, will you be wanting it back? Not a chance. His head slumped forward again. I could see his chest and shoulders rise and fall. He really was tired, so I left him there and tiptoed to a different part of the graveyard and did some more raking. It was almost dark by the time I got back to him. My wheelbarrow was empty. I'd left it with the rake next to the digger. I kept my gloves with me. They would go home with me. They were good gloves. Benji, I've got to lock the gates now, I said. Boss doesn't like them left open. People come in at night, they leave things lying around. Sometimes they paint things on the headstones or try to start fires. There's a big chain for the gates. Do you want me to move your car? Benji? His shoulders weren't moving. He still looked like he was praying. My mum used to pray. She would be on her knees at the side of her bed, hands pressed together. I did the same thing and sometimes I still do but I always whisper the prayer so the other people in the house don't hear me.